Scotty. Happy Tuesday, everybody. March 8th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 249 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Today's show, I want to take a look at some of the quiet things or the things that we haven't talked about since the end of the season up until now. The conversation has been dominated by talk of rebuilding the offensive line, quarterbacks, needs. But what are those narratives, those stories, those questions that maybe we have not paid enough attention to, discussed enough on the show, or maybe even forgot about? That's what today's show is going to focus on. But again, grateful that you're here with me today. I would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line. You can do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. You can drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. And don't forget that I also do a podcast with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We have a special guest who will be on this week. You don't want to miss it. That'll be towards the end of the week. Great stuff. Jim is super insightful. He's the GOAT. He's covered the Steelers since 1995. You don't want to miss it. So, studyings, let's talk about it. What are those things that maybe we have overlooked or not acknowledged or paid enough attention to this offseason since we have just been focusing so greatly on quarterback, on offensive line, on all the needs that this team has this offseason. I wanted to spend some time to see if we're neglecting or ignoring certain areas, talk about them, and see, you know, what what we are losing sight of. So we know that the focus has been on quarterback. It's been on rebuilding that offensive line. We've talked about needs at wide receiver. The importance of re-signing Juju Smith-Schuster. We've talked about offensive line, but a couple positions we really haven't spoken about too much, and I guess it speaks to the comfort level and confidence in the position, one being tight end. Whenever I did the positional analysis, we did talk about tight ends. The Steelers are pretty set at that position. With Pat Freyermuth heading into his second year, we should expect big gains from him. He had an outstanding rookie season, exceeded expectations for the team and probably for fans. Zach Gentry emerged in what was his third year. People were counting him out, didn't think he could take that next step, but he did. And then Kevin Rader filled in nicely, set the tone in the preseason with a 
tremendous block on a running play. And really, that tight end position, I don't want to say it's a position of strength, but it's a position of solid depth heading into 2022. And it's really a position that's not going to be on the draft board. If anything, they may look at some undrafted rookie free agents to compete with Raider for that third spot, or maybe there's a practice squad guy. But the one thing that I wanted to hone in on here is Pat Freyermuth, and again, what type of step he will take next season. Think about it. He was Mr. Reliable. Sure, he had some foibles at times, some drop passes, the fumble against Detroit. But he also showed outstanding hands, the ability to make a big reception, the ability to catch touchdowns. He surpassed Heath Miller's statistical line from his rookie season. What type of threat is he going to develop into this coming season? How will he be used differently now that Ben Roethlisberger isn't the primary driver of the offense? And being that it's not going to be an offense limited by Ben Roethlisberger's limitations. I think we can expect to have a big season from Pat Freyermuth. And another solid season from Zach Gentry as being the established number two. Another position we haven't talked too much about is running back because of the emergence last season of Najee Harris. Again, it's because that position is pretty stable, sure. We're not certain what's going to happen at those backup running back positions. I've spoke of the need for a third down running back a la Darren Sproles. But this team is in great shape with Najee. And depending on how well this offensive line is rebuilt, depending on how well those younger guys come together and develop, we could be talking about a very productive season for Harris come the conclusion of 17 games. I've thrown the number out there. 15 rushing yards is not being out of question. In fact, I think it's going to be very much in reach for Harris. He contributed significantly in the passing game last year. His role, his responsibilities will only surge with the team. And he will be. He was the offense this year. He really will be the offense in 2022. The offense will go through Harris. Another reason why they have to make sure they've got a capable backup to take some of those carries off of him. And then fullback. We haven't spoke a ton about fullback. Derek Watt, yes, team captain, good special teams player. Not utilized much at all. A big salary and for what? I can't believe or bring myself to believe he's only kept around because of TJ Watt. That's not business. That's 
making business decisions based on emotion. I don't see that as being a reality with the Steelers organization. <clears throat> but either Watt has to contribute more or it's time to move on and they get younger at that position, which also means they get cheaper and save money. And maybe it's Connor Haywood. Maybe Hayward. Maybe they look at him in that seventh round. One of their two seventh round picks. Maybe they look at him as coming in. On the defensive side of the football, one position we really don't talk a lot about because there's a lot of stability there and because there's the best defensive player in the league, and that's outside linebacker. TJ Watt. What else can I say about him? He said after he won the Defensive Player of the Year award that he's going to go even harder. I believe the guy. There's no reason not to. He very well could put together another Defensive Player of the Year type season. His biggest focus should be staying healthy. He has been bitten by the injury bug a bit. If he could stay on the field more, the production that he could put up will be astonishing. It's going to be interesting to see him under the tutelage of Brian Flores, being that he will be coaching the outside linebackers, what type of impact that has. Same thing with Alex Highsmith. He's going to be entering his third year. We should see see some jumps in his performance. Highsmith played well this year. He wasn't outstanding. But maybe year three is when he puts it all together. And we have a really nice tandem of Highsmith and Watt. It's a deep draft for edge rushers. But the Steelers should be happy with their depth with Derek Tuska there. I'm sure they'll make a low ball offer to Taco Charlton, keep him around. Those guys are knowledgeable of the system. But what will be interesting to see is, is there enough enough depth there or do they like the depth enough at edge that they draft a guy in the later rounds Kevin Colbert said there's a surplus of edge rushers in this draft if that is the case you could strengthen your depth maybe you pull the trigger 6th or 7th round it's not a need but if you can upgrade the quality of your roster you do it We've beaten the defensive line to death. We've beaten inside backers to death. We've beaten corner back to death. Safety. I guess the last thing that I'll bring up here, and I've talked about this, but I'm going to talk about it here briefly because it's an important question that's going to be very telling with the draft and free agency, and that's, can we expect Devin Bush to return to his level of play that we saw in his rookie season? And really the beginning part of his second season before he tore his ACL. Can we expect a return from that? Can we write off 2021 as being exclusively related to his injury physically not being fully recovered, psychologically not having the confidence and belief in that knee, causing some hesitancy. Can we chalk up 
the disappointing year to those factors? Can we also say that the absence of Alu and of Tuit also contributed to his underperformance? We don't know, but those are very big questions. Because if the answer is yes to those things, that they were inhibitors, and that's the factors that caused his poor season, then you don't have to pull the trigger on a high draft pick for an inside backer. You can sign some quality depth depth at the position, free agency. But how the draft plays out and what happens in free agency, I think we'll be telling about Devin Bush. So again, just wanted to give some love to those players that we haven't spoken a lot about this year because it's been quarterback, offensive line, defensive line. So trying to shine some light where there hasn't been a lot of light shine. And studying! Studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode number 249. My gratitude and appreciation to you, you beautiful, beautiful studians. Thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study. It truly does mean the world to me. We are coming up on one year of the site. It's This site is going to be one year old. We're going to have a birthday party for this piece. Very excited about that. Very excited with you being every step along the way here on this journey. I'm grateful, happy that I get to do this. This is a lot of fun for me. We're coming up on episode 300. We are 51 episodes away. Those episodes fly by quickly. Drop me a line. You can do that one of three ways. Comment, email, Twitter. You know what to do. Check out the podcast that I do with Wex over on his site. It's linked in the show notes. Special guest coming up this week. Check it out. My second edition of my mock draft will be coming out soon. Be on the lookout for that. We'll have a new Still Study podcast, episode number 38, this weekend, where I will go over my mock draft. So be sure to check it all out. And remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Make it a great Tuesday.